The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corner beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding. Amazing! Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info it's something something check out homework's morning sickness podcast at 98kupd.com all right thank you silence the voice uh it's another hot day but better than it's been and uh you know yesterday when we ended the show with uh mercedes what's her name hippity hop give me some of that d what yeah was her, what was her instagram name i forgot i think it's at give me, give me some of that d <laughs> i think that was it that's twitter her instagram page was Mercedes Hippity Hop, that's my D. I don't remember. But she said, could you please put out a public service announcement so people don't walk their dogs on these hot days on the pavement without booties or just at all? And then Wes emails me right as the show ends yesterday. It says, I love when fart joke guy, no disrespect, has to tell the masses a public service announcement. People are so stupid they don't realize that the hot uh, ground on your bare feet will burn your feet off 115 degrees. God, I hate everyone. He's right. And then we got an email. I showed it to Brett. Oh, yeah. A lady decided to go out to get her mail down her 12 or 15-foot driveway barefoot and didn't have any respite, couldn't jump off the thing. Her feet are uh, shredded. You saw the picture. Oh, yeah. Burned off the bottom of her what – what do they call that main part of that, that – not your heel of your foot, but whatever that – Like the ball, ball of your – The ball. Yeah. yeah, the ball of your foot. It was gone. Like ripped off pink – you can see like a like a half an inch of skin is missing. Oh, it just torched her. And it was like 15 seconds running on that high. Yeah, don't take your dog or yourself out for a dumb walk, you morons. Honey you bee's knees Honey on Honey bee's knees on, yeah, that's right. Brady enjoyed her name, and so did I. <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, speaking of Brady, remember a name, uh, remember Sithole from last week? Yeah, Sithole. We'll follow up on How her. about Sithole's story? Have you seen that? You know, she's a lady who had the 10 babies and broke the Guinness Book of World Records yeah. and- they're they like had to verify days. first. No records of a childbirth at all of 10 babies in any hospitals down in South uh, Africa. Uh, no photos of any of the kids, which you'd think there'd be a ton of those already. Uh, and now they're saying that she faked it. Well, she's in donations. the psych ward now. Right, because she's bananas. Because who fakes that? And who's saying she faked it? Her partner. Her, Yeah, the guy who it's supposedly like, well, pushed look, it she in. had these babies. Uh. <laughs> right. But he's also in the picture where she's posing with the fake big fat belly. He's the one sitting next yeah. to her while she's got pregnant belly, which was massive. So she evidently had this, you know, litter of, litter of ten, uh, and then was in the Guinness book. Now I thought Guinness was more thorough with their. Well, that's why they had to go down I know, and verify. But the, you'd have thought maybe you need we, the guy in the blazer with a clipboard. We wouldn't have heard the news. Well, I think until the article Guinness said, said it. it would have or it will be once verified it right. did once you're verified yeah but fact of the matter is it's a phone call to the hospital to verify whether it happened <laughs> why waste the money on the plane ticket it seems like guinness is halfway over the indian ocean right now trying to, oh christ what were we thinking and how the story made it out as far as saying well wait a minute how do we have this verified yet 
over and above the Guinness. Right. Why are you sending anybody? When the hospital say, oh, yeah, we had a lady we had a 10. 10 baby. We had a 10. And you have a doctor that said it's amazing. You have a press conference of some sort. It was, you know, well, she wasn't in the hospital. She was at her house. But sit hole. There's, yeah, well, that was racist. Probably. I think that was racist. Just assuming tumbling they, out. He assumed they didn't have that medical was, care. Uh, <laughs> And that her vagina was midwives. Massive. There's midwives in those <laughs> villages. Hello. Hello. Stop making sense. There's ten of them in there. <laughs> yeah, stop making words happen. <laughs> Some of you are making Africa mad. And they seem pretty, you know, they're not as uptight as we are, but you're pissing them off. We have doctors, you jackass. You don't just plop out babies. <laughs> But it is a fact, like Brady said earlier off there, all the babies did have AIDS. I mean, it is Africa. Oh, well, (laughs) that was real. That's a real thing. (laughs) And immediately there were uh, 10 little lady buttons laying on the ground there. They got rid of those right off the bat, too, right, Brady? Three white. They castrated those girl babies like immediately. Uh oh, three white what? Bales came over. They dropped them, airdropped them. Oh, I see. The Red Cross dumped them. The lady buttons? No, that's those, not how those, that works. Those are packaged up differently. <laughs> yeah, those are completely packaged. Not yeah, and then deconstructed. Anyway, enough of that. Sithole didn't have the babies, so the record it's is looking intact. That way. The record is intact. Well, the fact that they're questioning it tells me it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, Jussie Smollett didn't come up with this one. His well, was a whopper, but this is like a ridiculous. One. And and I guess they got a ton of donation money. Like that's the last thing I do is give my money to somebody who had ten kids. I'm not helping. Oh, it's them out. the first thing that a lot of uh, white privileged Americans. I know, do. and it is the last thing I would do mm-hmm. ever. You irresponsible knobs! You think I'm going to hand you cash now? There's an ounce of you that's shown any sort of responsibility as an adult whatsoever, and now I'm supposed to give you a wad of dough? You're going to ruin that. No, you should have. You should sell eight of them. And then that money you get to raise the other two. You can't keep all ten. That's against the rules. I don't know. If you get the phone call today, crowdfunding, pick it up and donate. For that? Hello, my friends. No. I would never. I, uh, for What's the, <laughs> the cause? The phone uh, scam that's going on. What exactly is the cause? A woman had ten babies. I'm like, that's her fault. That's not, a, that's not at all a uh, charity. That's a, that's a woman whose insides need to be scraped. So who still holds the record? Sean Kemp or what? Well, no, he has a bunch of not at once. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cromarty. Cromarty and Kemp are up there. Eastwood, let's not forget about Clint and uh, oh, right. uh, Evander. However, uh, Sithole did not have a 10 for one. I think it's a family in India. Yeah, they got a nine. A nooftet, I'll call it. But yeah, it's uh, that's a pretty great story, though, that she lied about that, made that happen. And, you know, got to the point where it was news in America. And not a, that's, that's just goes to prove, you know, and you know who that lends credibility to? Uh, the Trump people who fake news everything. Because no journalists ever do any backup. That, that's, that was a worldwide story. And it's as simple as asking, did this happen to a doctor or just can I get a photo first? Used to be that that used to be the first thing you did in journalism school was like verify. Well, there was a picture of her pregnant, right? Or was yeah, that, but that was yeah. it because I've seen people fake pregnancy, like in high Whether school. Whether or not that was her point. and her partner, that could have just whoa, been whoa, someone. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, we had the cl- we had the classes where you had to wear the belly around. Oh, I thought you yeah. said you knew somebody in high school and that you had to take care of pregnancy the flower bag. I did. And all that there kind of were stuff. several girls who faked pregnancy in high wow. school. They had to try to get their boyfriends back. Wow. 
I missed my period. Oh, they've, no. They've stepped up their game on the fake babies. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. They've got microchips now. You can't leave them. you got to be Bluetooth connected Oh, no kidding? Oh, yeah. We, <laughs> yeah, yeah. God, I forget who the kid was in home ec. We had that thing where you had to carry the egg and the flour. And he was just some dirt head. I can't. Glenn, I think his name was Glenn. He ended up with a cake? Dude. <laughs> It was the funniest thing ever. I'm tearing up thinking about it. We walked right out of this lady's class. I mean, it wasn't three seconds after being handed an egg and a bag of flour. And he goes, Bleh! and he just chucks the egg as well. He goes, I never wanted a kid in the first place. And we just started dying. Like, you just got an F for no reason. He goes, I'm not carrying an egg around. That's just dumb. He's like, I was going to break it anyway. I'm like, that was, and we're, I'm in tears. I'm just like, ah. Like, I want to do this. I can't do I want to do the same thing. But my fake wife says we have to keep an eye on this. And you think you have to do it like this is a week. Glenn gave up on it the second the bell rang. He's like, "Screw this!" He just wanted to egg something. <laughs> and I thought that was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I think his name was Glenn. He was a white guy with an afro. <laughs> One of those blonde afros. Yeah. Like, did you? You might have known. I, Glenn. The name's familiar. Yeah. He always wore Megadeth shirts. <laughs> Oh, so funny. I remember, just, I remember it immediately was in trouble for throwing an egg in the building. <laughs> like immediately got in trouble for the whole thing. Glenn, what are you doing? I never wanted a baby in the first place. And then oh, I'm like on the floor. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest <laughs> moment in school history. And he gets in trouble for egging the hallway. Oh, it's an awesome moment. I think that was at Rhodes. I think they gave us – what a better time to teach people about responsibility of childcare than eighth great. grade. Man. Here's an egg and some flour. Here, you're probably all going to get pregnant. That was a big Mormon community then. That's Mesa, true. So. They were, we all got seven eggs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the egg was great. You got, to, you got to color it. Canning and home ec. It had to sit on top of something <laughs> of flour. Oh, they taught you like how to store water and <laughs> – See, we had at Gilbert, we, they had they had the flower bags, and then it was like a Cabbage Patch doll head on top of it. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. Capitated yeah. A ca- Why didn't it just yeah. give you a Cabbage what? Patch I don't know. I don't know. It was flour. But I remember one knob went up and stabbed the bag with yeah. his pen and stuff, and it was just <laughs> leaking flour in the hole. You find out a lot about them. I had it. I had murders. I had, I think it was, what do they call that? The postpartum depression. I think I had it. Once, <laughs> once the baby was in my hand, I'm like, I hate this stupid thing. And I wanted to just empty the bag. And how hard is it? Like you bust and the teacher marked it so you couldn't go buy a new thing of flour if you blew this one up. Copy the mark. She's not going to know. Exactly. My junior high, they just took us down to an orphanage and we had to give $5. Is that right? Yeah. I thought you, were just just you had to donate, donate one out. <laughs> Here you go. Here's how you make these problems go away. Upper Arlington is yeah. different. Brady School. All right, everyone on the Golden Bus, because everything here is golden, the Golden Bear, the Golden Bus, and we're going to go down, and I'm going to explain some stuff to you, Golden Bears. Um, POCs tend to have a lot of unwanteds. Field so we're going to head over to the- never should go. We're going to the orphanage, where we see a bunch of little POCs, and we're going to give them all a, a Lincoln. <laughs> It's a good start. Because guess what we think? Lincolns in your wallet are what, kids? Brady? Embarrassing. Exactly. <laughs> one of the little cherubs is going to get stolen. I mean, adopted. No, no, no. Now, there will be one of your families that's going to want to get one that's dark and left-handed. <laughs> Look at all the little unwanted POCs. Now, we are going to have to drive past the airport, kids, so please duck your heads. You said POC, right? POC. P-O- okay. Oh, there's POSs too. <laughs> They're from Granville. <laughs> and we're going to stop off at the Grainers and all have a bucket of ice cream. 
because you did such a wonderful thing today. All you kids are amazing getting your fivers out for those POC unwanted. Now let's sing the song. Upper Arlington will always be white. Never, ever will we not fight. The POCs are coming. The POCs will go. Upper Arlington is white as snow. That was pretty good. And I made that up. No, it's over, Brett. Damn it. <laughs> he got excited and started to add a new verse. It was done. I nailed it. We're done. Uh, listen to this email I got. You're going to laugh at this. It says, uh, Dear John, I'm listening to an old podcast where you said you'd suffered from anxiety and depression. Uh, you went on to mention your chronic pain was one of the reasons why you think this was a thing, a contributor. Uh, I can tell you as a clinical psychologist uh, that chronic pain is a major contributor to depression. It will wake up all the things in your body you haven't dealt with. The body remembers everything that's ever happened, and when it's at its worst, the worst will reveal itself. Recently, I've become also a certified sleep consultant. i got to get in on this. I know that sounds weird, but I am a sleep trainer. I help people sleep better. I deal with uh, videos. We have chats, and on occasion, I actually come and watch you sleep. Ooh. I know that sounds insane, but yeah. it's real science. I've been listening to you since my ex-husband introduced me to you 14 years ago. You're the greatest mind on radio, and I know minds. You're very quick and very funny. I'd be interested in uh, helping you with the sleep if you're still struggling with pain. Uh, if you're interested, email me back. We'll arrange a meeting. I hope you're well, and I'm proud of you for being open, uh, struggling with some of the mental things, uh, issues that you've had. It doesn't have to remain a stigma if people like you say you're dealing with it. Okay. Thank you for your time, Vanessa. That's phenomenal. I could shorten it up. I would like to come watch sleep, sleep with you. Yeah. That, yeah. What is sleep consulting? That's going to make me not it's sleep. A new Vanessa. life coach. Anybody sitting in my room I don't know very well, staring at me while I'm trying to sleep, immediately means I'm not sleeping. I almost guarantee it. Absolutely. I don't even like the idea of like a Zoom camera being on me. Yeah. That, that you, was the, uh, I mean, one, years ago when I had to do that sleep study. Yeah. They your, tie all cameras, that stuff to you. wired up. There's cameras in the room. It's a nice, you know, it's like a hotel room, but just go to sleep now. And Tell you what, Vanessa. One. Give me your address. Now it's gotten better. Give me your address. I'll come watch you sleep. Quid I'll pro see pro. how you do it and see if I pick up any pointers. And then uh, if you look good, then you can come watch me sleep. <laughs> and then we'll just start sleeping next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll test it out. Get some serious we'll monitoring. We'll get some real sleep in on this thing because I think we're monitoring. Like spooning is how I think. You really get a good idea what the other person's doing to get comfortable, and I think that's good sleep training. Before we go to sleep, we need to plug in first. Did that psychiatrist, psychologist lady just invite herself into my room to watch me go to sleep? Yeah, yep. not pretty much. How am I saying no to that? Set up an appointment. I got to get – what is sleep training? I'm an adult. I know how Practice to do it. Practice makes perfect, do you? You, did, yeah. you didn't do well, it no, great I mean, for I had, a while. I know why it was that's like my shoulders hurt. So they get you in a regular routine. Right, but when you have like the pain that I like this this arthritis stuff that I've got in my bones, like that's what I know what was keeping me up. John, for years now, you've been telling people sleep with me. Yeah, that's at true. Needle. She's finally taking She's me up on it. She's just taking you up on your offer. Which all she has to do is order a mattress. <laughs> that's kind of the crux of the line of it. I'm drawing that line. Try one out. Well, yeah, but they have showrooms, not my house. <laughs> Hey, it was worth asking. <laughs> oh, it's worth a shot, but I'm going to have to tell you. As much training as you've done, you have to realize how crazy that sounds. John, is she there for the whole bedtime routine? Because I know at my house, well, Doc, oh, yeah. I got to go tug it. So if you're coming, here we go. Well, so to speak. And also, I have uh, that's how I get to sleep. 
I give a good rip. <laughs> if you want to watch me put an Oculus on and tear up some tummy puddles, <laughs> have at it. But I'm going to go to sleep shortly thereafter that. And I sleep without my pants on and usually kind of straddle the blanket. Most of the time I end up ass up, especially in the summer. My ass is exposed. You're going to see some bee holing. I don't think you need you to see this ever fallen asleep with the Oculus on? No. It's, okay. uh, look, I'm, you, you, I've got this down, Brady. Unsure if you I don't doze off. That means, I, that means I got – well, no, if I'm mules deep, I'm not Oculus or tummy puddling. The mules are doing their job. There's nothing – I have fallen asleep with, like, pants halfway down. <laughs> like halfway through a tug, and I fell asleep during a tug. We've That's all not have been that good of a tug. Though. Well, we've all we've all been a little drunk and tried <laughs> oh, to tug yeah, and yeah, fall yeah. asleep during a tug, and you wake up and then you're like, oh, and you start doing it again real quick, and then you're like, oh, it's tugging. I fell asleep tugging. Well, thanks, Vanessa. Send uh, all of your information, including some visuals, to dtoledo at ninety eight kupd dot com. We'll keep it business safe. And if you're smoking hot. You should not be a sleep consultant because what you're going to be is a victim of rape. <laughs> Weirdos are going to say they can't sleep if you're hot and invite you into the bedroom. Bring some mace. Go to that tactical black and get some defense training. You should not be in people's bedrooms watching them sleep. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's interesting. I've never heard of sleep training before. I know about sleep studies, but yeah. they do that at a facility, and usually through a yeah, glass door. Yeah, now you can right? do it. Um, they send you home with the apparatus, and you can Well, they're doing that's up. monitoring your... Your, your vitals, patterns right? And vitals, and this yep. lady's watching you like get in positions, and like she's—I don't know what she's doing, but she's does she recommend a mattress afterwards? Yeah, it's probably a tough to needle thing. You're a number sixty. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And also, how boring would that job be? Like, I bet you she's just she probably collects ten grand and just sleeps while you're sleeping, wakes up. And she's just a light sleeper, so she hears you moving. Like, oh, just write that down. Three thirty, you moved. And then you just leave. She's a sleep trainer. Well, if anybody's interested in that. I know sleep is wildly I know why I couldn't get quality sleep for a while. It's because my shoulders were keeping me. That's why I got the surgery is because it affected my sleep so badly. And it does mess with you. Like seven years of having chronic pain does start toying with your head. You start getting real depressed about, like, your future. But uh, I, I, I get great sleep when I'm, when I'm not hurting. And when that shoulder started to flare up, I couldn't find a spot. Like enough. Oh, was, I had to get it. I, I had to. I had to get some, I had to get that bone out of there. How many women have said that? Get this bone out of here. I can't sleep. So thank you, sleep lady. But uh, yeah, Brady's interested though. You know what? I'll take her down to the H and H Ranch and she'll watch Doug and I sleep. She'll go over to Hopkins' room and then that's a nightmare to watch. And then go over to me. I sleep pretty. She'd soundly. watch me for about five minutes. She could leave and then come back. I'm like you don't okay move. you. Know. Well, I fall asleep. Like, yeah, you do fall asleep. Pretty quick. Pretty and then start choking to death on your own neck. Yeah. No, when you fall asleep on the couch without your stuff, I'll you start snore. you start honking. So it hasn't. Yeah. Doesn't not like anything. a loud, not as loud as it used to be. Right. But sleep but apnea doesn't get cured. If I'm sitting upright. By the, yeah, by the stuff you wear, it just kind of helps you get through the night. Yeah, it just opens up your airway. Have you had to amp up your sleep apnea machines? No. So they don't. Like you can't start getting used to it and snore through it. No, because I've I've you know I've had it where I've tried the um, I'm close with the uh, like a mouthpiece. Yeah, I have a mouthpiece that I can use in in. That just I couldn't do it. Sleep with something in my mouth all night. Ugh, that would drive me bananas. Still an adjustment for people, Ugh. even on the 
the uh, CPAP masks. It would drive me crazy. Having all that stuff tied to your head. Yeah. Oh. Suit up to go to bed. Oh, Yeah, yeah, I couldn't do it. Brady, you got to get off that thing. Let's get you clean. Uh, Billie Eilish did her, her apology yesterday. For, of course she did. You know what's crazy about it? I thought she said the Chinese C word. She didn't. She was lip syncing a video by another song. Uh, that they, I forget the name of the uh, rapper. She was lip syncing the song, and uh, and it had the Chinese c word in it. And so she's like, "I'm I'm embarrassed, and I want to barf." Because then she because she's lip syncing the whole thing, and then evidently he said something about make your eyes so squinty you look like a whatever. And so she lip syncs that at age fourteen on a TikTok video or whatever it was then, and uh, and then she said something. Uh, like she goes, chun, 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 chun. she did like an accent after so, after the v- words. Right, she added yeah. to it. I mouthed the word from a song that at the time I didn't know was derogatory used against the Asians community. I'm appalled and embarrassed, and I want to barf that I would ever mouth along to that word. Mouthed along. The edited TikTok video she's seen mouthing the word to Tyler the Creator's song "Fish," which includes the slur, the Chinese c word. Regardless of my ignorance and the age at the time, nothing excuses the fact that this is hurtful. Well, why isn't that guy in trouble? Why isn't Tyler, the creator, in trouble for writing a song? I've only believed, but I have Influencing. worked hard to use the platform to do all good. We Millions need of teen girls. Continue having conversations. I hear you, uh, and I love you. Thank you, Artist. For, thank you for calling yeah. me out. Well, it's art for her, then. She's lip-syncing. She, she was lip-syncing a popular song from a, an artist. So if we're going to bash everybody for this, Tyler, the creator, I don't know what record label he's on, the producer that allowed it. I'm like, why is Billie Eilish in trouble for just – it's like that, that girl, that, girl lost, that stood up lost her the, scholarship at yeah. the – I forget what the rapper was. Was it and, Kanye? Or no, it was somebody else. But she said – I think it was Chance the Rapper or something. I don't know who it was. But said the N-word on stage because it was the lyric of the song. And he's like, you can't say it. And they kicked her out of her sorority. <laughs> it's like I thought it was – we were all in the same boat. We're big fans. Yeah, well, I don't like you singing all the words I write. Okay. And don't even lip sync it anymore. Don't even just – what are you supposed to blur out? Just appreciate the the chronic. Listen to it and Man. <laughs> appreciate the chronic. Yeah. That is a fact. Just that's all you can do now. Like fine art. Don't start mouthing out stuff for the Mona Lisa to say. Just let them do it. Who, who gets in trouble for that? If Tyler the creator wrote a song with the how come he's not? It's art. It isn't art. It is in the eyes. But if it's that offensive, Ugh. it's that offensive, right? I agree. I'm just saying. That's going to be the excuse. If you can't sing it, then what is it? How old is that song, too? 2011. Wow, that was before we were so woke, too. Yeah, but 2014 is when she lips sunk it. Yeah, I know, but they didn't find it till now. I know. That's what so I'm that's, saying. So yeah. everything should be on the well, table. Well, yeah, 100%. If, if that's the case, yeah. I think we should reach out to Tyler, the creator, and see if we can cover that song again. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Are there any Asians listening right now that upset that Billie Eilish lip, lip sank a song Well, they should TikTok? put a list of songs now. Well, I don't know if should yeah, be that, uh, I don't banned. Know if, well, not banned so much, but like you can listen. But well, let's you start can't. burning books, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, you can, turn but that's now. the thing. You can read the book, but you can't read the out loud part. Right, like you can't have N word Jim from Huckleberry Finn. You can't read that out loud. You can only think it, like most of us do. Just <laughs> terrible. We're all awful human beings. Every one of us. Doesn't matter what race you are, or judgmental and awful. 
So yeah, Billie Eilish is apologizing for Tyler the Creator's song that she sang along to, and then went ching chong ching chong. And again, I say that if you can't watch Billie Eilish at age 14 acting like a 14-year-old and doing something inappropriate without going up uh, in arms and losing your mind, you're the weak one. You're the problem. There's a guy walking his goddamn dog. What did we just say? It's a husky, too. Yeah, he's totally built for this. Ugh. Does the dog have booties on? No. It's early enough that you're, it is. you're all right, but barely. The walk back's not going to be easy, jackass. Anyway, sorry, I got distracted. We can't have windows in this room anymore. Either way, I just don't understand this whole cancel thing because I don't know where the lines get drawn. So everybody's going to step in it eventually. All of us have to. Everybody has to. Brady, you and I have both mouthed that. I've, I've not only mouthed that word out, I've said it as a joke several times. I, we've said it Most because the time in Scotland, it's in a joke context. Well, even if it is, it's, it's still offensive, but that's okay. Right, uh, but- because, you know, malicious intent is definitely a thing. But when you talk about going back to Scotland and they call Chinese food that, even the Chinese people call it that. Yeah, because the guy why. at the door answered, I yeah, mean, they, you know, Thomas's They didn't answered. say the big one. Well, they did, but we won't now because, good God, you can't. But they say Chunkies here. Only they don't say you, they say He <laughs> goes, Here, here's your Chunkies. Yeah, yeah. And the guy at the door says it. Here's your Chunkies. Thanks. Great having Chunkies for dinner. Thanks, Chunky. Yeah, I should have went on that trip. Yeah. They order. What does anybody want for dinner? We could get chicken in honor of our American friend Brady. Have something deep fried. Or we could order Chunkies. <laughs> You'd have never laughed more, And the more, whole Brett. place blew up. <laughs> I'm sure. Hey, call the Chunky place and get some of I it. I said, let's get that in. God, I can't <laughs> wait for more. It's going to be here in 30 minutes. They're very fast people. Chunky's here. Yeah. <laughs> ah, it's great. I'll get the door. Pay the man delivering the chunkies. Nobody in Scotland's getting canceled. <laughs> They're horrible people. They should cancel that whole nation just for being. Great gardeners. Oh, I'll never forget telling Thomas that when we discovered that the Chinese invented golf. I was sitting next to him in a golf cart. I'm like, you know, your people take credit for this sport, but there's a... Uh, the Chinese brought it to you. I'll nay have you say golf was invented by the... Ch- oh, no, no, Thomas. Settle down. <laughs> no. They didn't need that. It's near thing. No, I think they did. They're a lot older society, and they, they had a game where they had a stick and a ball, and you hit it in a hole. Yeah, but not 500 yards. Yeah, bigger. It's no St. Like, Andrews. Yeah, it's not like we built links courses. Yeah, they had bigger ones. They had on the mountains and walls and all sorts of stuff. Oh, that's a miniature golf. That's what that play. Okay. <laughs> he was mad about it. Like you, He didn't like them taking his golf. But, and so, when they bought the Loch Ness Center. Yeah. That was the second time he was just beyond himself. <laughs> Did the Chinese buy that? It was, yeah, an Asian company that... <laughs> they bought Loch Ness. They bought the, the center for the lake. Oh. Now I got to turn it into Godzilla. That's Japan. <laughs> Not all the same... I pointed out the video they're playing that you could buy, you know, and it's oh. and I go, interesting bagpipers there. Are they all Thomas, a uh, couple, Asian? yeah, a couple Asian oh. bagpipers. You know, that's an interest of diversity. They try to bring in bagpipers. Uh, this is why all my children are on heroin in Scotland. The whole nation is dying. 
They all did. They all just talked their own people into doing drugs and being on the government dole, and then they brought in oh. investors. <laughs> they drove the price way down, and then China came over and bought it all. And England. Hilarious. John, what's the ruling then? Am I allowed to watch Gran Torino anymore if Billie Eilish has to apologize for this? You are. You're not allowed to lip sync it on TikTok, <laughs> which is uh, – I do it all the time. Yeah. Are these monks coming to my house? I don't need this garbage. What did, did you, you say? Hey, fish heads, leave your food on your own porch. <laughs> Ooh. Clint Eastwood's playing a racist, and he's being racist while he does it. Well, that makes the point. It's a character. Just listen to it. You can't say it. Yeah. Just listen to it. <laughs> Just, what are you mouthing like that out for? when you're little. Driving along in my Gran Torino, running down mungs to the sounds of the sea air. You ever seen Gran Torino? You would love Gran Torino. Oh, I love it. Come yeah, on. I was going to say. That had, you, would, you would be first <laughs> in line on, for Gran Torino. <laughs> What's up, Mick? What's up, Wop? Uh, the Doo-Wop Dago. Oh. Doo-Wop Dago. And he calls that white kid a, that's an Try awesome line. Super. Super spade. Yeah. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh, my God. That white kid just stands. And he deserved it. Like the whole audience hated that white kid so much. And he just hammers him. Great stuff. And we're missing out. Like you said, it's art. We're missing out on like a lot of, you know, taboo stuff because like 1% of the audience is so uptight they can't hear a word without melting down. You got to get tougher. These people who melt down are the problem. You got to realize it doesn't affect you. Get tougher. Yeah. Just just toughen up a little bit. Grow a backbone and hear bad words and live through it for a minute. You can say something like that offended me and you're done. I need that person to be can't. They don't go. You don't wish them into the cornfield. They don't go away forever. I guess Subway supports them, so I won't support Subway. Guess what? Subway will be fine. They're going to make it without your support, and that's good. You take your stand. Go nuts. One man. Go crazy, Don Quixote, but it's not going to do anything. How about toughen up a little bit? Hear some bad words. Go after the writer. Tyler, the creator, has a problem saying it. Billie Eilish just li- – and Billie Eilish, I, I don't buy that either, that at 14 she didn't know that was a racial slur because at the end of it she wouldn't have gone ching, 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 ching. If right. She didn't, you know, she didn't know who it was aimed at. Keeping the flow going. Right. Yeah, she, she tried to keep the mix alive. <laughs> but the Chinese C word, which, by the way, sounds a lot worse than it is. And this guy said, I remember once at Discount Tire, uh, my girlfriend said the phrase, I got this huge chink in my tire. And the guy's like, oh, 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 don't say that kind of stuff. It was legit. She didn't even use it as a derogatory term. And chink in the armor has to go. Yep. You've been saying that for years. It has to. Spick and span's still a thing. Yeah. Still don't know how that's on the shelves, but it's still a thing, and not one Mexican's complaining. In fact, they're buying it like crazy and mopping up those little kitchenettes in the Homewood Suites every single day. So are Nips crackers, too. Nips crackers still exist. Where do we draw lines on how angry we are? There are There's candy in Australia that I almost bought and brought back here called Columbines. Oh. I know. Makes you uncomfortable, but they don't care. They don't have a Columbine. We do. And I went over there. I'm like, "This is crazy." I'm like, "Wait a minute! They don't. It's a flower still here. It doesn't. It's not a. It's not a mass shooting in a high school. It's still just the flower." So I bought them, and they were good. They also had something called blue gums, which I don't know if they can still make, but it's some sort of weird candy there too. Hmm. Australia didn't care. They probably do now, but the outskirts of Sydney, 
you go back about 35 years when you're in Australia, and the, the city's progressive and they try nice things. But, man, that outskirts stuff. That cab that told me that, I'm like, uh, it's the least favorite part of living in Australia. Aborigines. Oh, wow. Well, that, was, <laughs> that was aggressive. It used to be up until 2000 you could shoot one. You could snipe them at night. Uh, but then the Olympics came and everybody got all grown up. <laughs> like, wow, you used to shoot people for fun? This guy was taking you for a ride. Not to death, mate. <laughs> what a 30-minute cab ride with him. I learned so much. That's where I learned American stink. And this guy taught me all I needed to know in 30 minutes. Yeah, you used to be able to snipe them at night. They hated it. We go out with our, we go up to their villages. Which, they hated it. Oh, God, they hated it. Yeah, we go up there. They smell so bad you can't not find them. So uh, you go up there and start sniffing for rabos. And the next thing you know, plonk, plonk, you've got one down. You start dragging them around a little bit, and then you let them go. What? <laughs> yeah, not allowed to do that anymore. They made a law. Have a great holiday. Anyway, what are you here to do? A whole bunch of new stuff now. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> so it was like a catch and release type yeah. thing or what? Hey, there's one. <laughs> And then he took me. I'll to, try to hit a roof for you before the ride yeah. ends. I told him, and he goes, and then they come down here, all drunk, fat, and drunk, and lay in the roads and beg for money. And I'm like, oh, geez, that's rough. Yeah, eh, has a lot to do with our government just tossed him aside, but still. And then so we go, and he takes me down this one road, and there's just people laying out, looking at them all laying outside, doing a whole lot of nothing. And by the way, mate, when you walk by, plug your nose because it's a smell you'll never forget. <laughs> and I went to an Aborigine village, and they. Special that specific group, you'll never forget it. Well, they don't. There was no uh, axe body spray. There's no body or... spray <laughs> if it is, and they're just natural. They're indigenous. They're to the land, and the, unfortunately, some white people built like these fake little huts, and they were selling scones and stuff. <laughs> I would go in there, and I'm like, "This is an Aborigine." It's like, "Hey, you're in the authentic Aborigine village. You can buy a boomerang. Oh, you can." I'm like, uh, I bought one. I bought a boomerang. I had to, and then uh, an authentic. Koala, it's a stuffed koala for children made of koala hair. Like you shaved a koala and made a stuffed animal out of it. Yeah, that's what yeah, we did. Yeah, that's what the abos do. They go out and they kill them. They skin them. Then we put them over stuffing. They're great. Want a scone? They call them scones. I guess I'll have the, the highly authentic uh, apple scone. <laughs> abo scone? <laughs> uh, abo, this is no, they have shrimp. Anyway, we're going to go out tonight. We're going to snipe a few and put a couple on the barbie. <laughs> oh my god this place is horrible but yeah they didn't that was a miserable nightmare of a place there not canceling australia john as a mexican i can tell you we have way more important s to worry about than spick and span. i agree although it's it's offensive to me spick and span and no uh, an overweight chinese person is not a chunk so that's put right that away. that's an old <laughs> joke but that's true a big fat Chinese man is not a chunk. John, I swear this one isn't just for it's Brett. It's a fat Chinaman. But in Australia, did you find the cheese called Coon? No, but I, I know about it. I've heard that too. <laughs> Settle down, Brett. Yeah, no, He's there's a lot of up on Prime. <laughs> I Look, can I get that on Prime? This was that next day. <laughs> this was 20 years ago when I was uncomfortable a lot. When I was like, "Oh, jeez, these guys say everything." Yeah, I learned a ton on that cab ride. Look at all these abos lying around doing nothing. Like you drive a Isn't cab. It, like it is wild when you think about it. Twenty years ago, it used to like you'd hear that same thing, and you're going, "Oh, jeez!" No, but no. you're kind of like, it, you, you can't help but laugh. Oh, I was like, giggling the whole it's time. Unbelievable. There it is. There it is. It looks wow. like craft, but it's not. It's like some kind of spread or something. I think. It just that makes me uncomfortable to look at. We shouldn't even yeah. have that on the computer, just because it's like, Ugh, I don't like the name of that cheese 
Tasty. Oh, it looks Special like they changed their name. Special recipe for that. Oh, they great, changed their name. It looks like it now. It's I like cheer. the slug line. Oh, what's it say? Special recipe for that great coon taste. <laughs> okay, <laughs> can't have that as a product anymore. Now nah, it's called cheer. <laughs> we knew for years this was terrible, but pressure mounted. <laughs> it's probably the family's last name. <laughs> we got a guy who listens. Has got that's his last name. He's like, oh, life's a nightmare for me. Usually like, they go K U H N. Yeah, your Let's last name is K U H N. Still says Coon. You still, I know. Still, your name's still a slur. Can you imagine being like a baseball player and they're announcing the starting oh. lineups and stuff. Well, you know, I still don't know how Rusty Coons made it through the majors yeah. at all. Because <laughs> that's not what his jersey said <laughs> at all. Uh, yeah. Uh, Vanessa said she will uh, send photos to you. <laughs> She's offering to sleep with me. At Tough to Needle, but she'll send you some pictures. Thanks, Vanessa. This is weirder by the second. Again, you're a trained psychologist, according to your email. And you're the crazy one, for sure. I don't want some stranger staring at me at night. We're just going to strap you up here. Especially if she's a little bit good looking. Kind of like Ben Zobrist and his wife. Have you read about that? Just, oh, I was just man. reading about it. So as cup fans... As premarital and marital counseling pastor. Didn't you say this wrecked him when he was a cub? Wrecked him. So Ben Zobrist was the MVP of the World Series in 2016. Played for the Royals in 2015. I think he might have been the MVP of that too. I don't remember if he won them both years in a row, but he was MVP of the everything. He was amazing. And he was a you know the leader of the Cubbies with David Ross. He was kind of the veteran who'd been there. So he sticks around. Every, every Cub fan started to kind of love Ben Zobrist. The problem was his wife, and they were very religious. His wife got to sing the national anthem a lot. like And Ben's walk-up music, she redid a song. I can't remember his walk-up music, but it was her singing it. So he got her record deals, and he got her exposure on TV all the time and everything else. In 2019, the season of 2019, Ben Zobris just stops playing. Not injured, nothing. And nobody could figure it out. Like, And then the rumors started to swirl that his marriage had fallen apart. Like, oh, okay. Six, eight weeks go by, and every guy's like, all right, that's enough marriage falling. You should be over it by now. Get, get a, grab a bat and go to work. Like Everybody who has had a marriage fall apart doesn't, get, doesn't get two months to think about it from their employer. you got to get to work. you got to buck up. And then it goes into like four months, and Ben can't pick up a bat. Well, the truth came out in their documents. Their pastor uh, used to – well, he was boning – the wife, the whole time, and also getting stuff from her that Ben was signing and giving it and away. selling it? Oh, tons of it. And so yeah. he was like, he was making money. He was having events. He's Ben's, Sounds like a church I want to go to. He's Ben's Give best me. friend. Sounds like all churches to me. I, I, like Any news I get about a church, it's usually this. So the whole time, she's like, no, we're just friends. I lean on him quite a bit. And then she's like, yes, there was a sexual thing, but it wasn't. It wasn't. And now they were in love the whole time. But this was the guy that talked the two of them premarital, that gave him their marital advice before. She hot? She's yeah, she, uh, Julian. What's her name? Juliana Zobrist or something like that. She's pretty. It's a pretty lady. Succubus. But we all yeah, we all hated her as Cub fans. We were like, she's going to wreck him because she's too involved in Cub stuff. Like part of his new contract was she gets to sing the national anthem like nine times a year. And Ben Zobrist walk up music is that. And every once in a while, Len Casper would mention her CD. That's too many. 
That's like once every homestand. She did a seventh inning stretch once because she had a new album out. She's doing a, a show in Chicago. I'm like, she's too in. Like, there's something going on here where she's got too much push. And Ben was doing a new hit. My pastor is the best. <laughs> my <laughs> Please welcome. My pastor's D makes me think of God. <laughs> I saw God when I met my pastor's D. But yeah, the uh, so she so she was evidently doing that. Now Ben's over. He quit baseball. Yeah, because this just, him. it destroyed him. And now we know why, because his whole life felt not just his marriage, but his his religion, his belief system was shattered. This dude devastated him, and Ben Zobrist is like, let alone coming back. You know, if it got out, you know, the, oh, the embarrassment just, of yes. it. And he wasn't done by any means no, as a player. He got a couple years. Oh yeah, in him. he was still playing ball. Isn't that crazy? That's rough. But the worst part is, is this guy. Was not that? A, wasn't just boning the wife, was still pals with Ben and like, hey, I've got an event. Would you like to come host it? And like, we'll raise some money for this and this and this. And he's like, yeah. And he t- totally took advantage of Ben Zobrist's name for his. And now now he writes a check. Yeah. For- and now that guy's got to pay this lady. Well, he's And the pastor. At least oh, he's going for How much does this passion work? This pastor make, he's seeking $6 million in damages from the pastor. Well, yeah, because that's what he's got to pay right. to get divorced. Who knows what he made? Wow. On the We didn't make $6 million. I guarantee you the pastor did not pull in $6 million. Hey, it could be the sales. Joel Osteen of uh, Chicago there. Yeah, well, he was trying <laughs> to be. But yeah, so I mean, the, the, he's basically saying this dude, it was all a setup from the beginning because he's the one who, who got them to get like married like he's the one who walked them through you know that thing that he's got, religious people do before they get married to go to that school for like four months with the pastor it turns out the whole time it was like this setup to go get in get in good with you two and i did it basically 30 days you know I mean, you do a little of, yeah there's nothing wrong with doing five like a little, meetings it was it was good a pre-course but i know there's you know that whole thing about the celibacy and all that yeah. happens um you know, some people do it for a longer period of time. Well, that's called marriage. When you're celibate for a long period of time, yeah. just, it's called being married. They leave that part <laughs> yeah, out. They, they forget that part. That's called being married. <laughs> hey, we've been celibate for a while. We, are we in love with God or what's going on? No, just we're married. Oh, I see. There's no more sex ever again. I see. Okay. <laughs> well, there's some fun for you. Yeah. At least the pastor was getting his. I well, mean, ben was celibate. And was that the only one? Well, who knows? She was in love with him, though. It turns out that she, like. Like, it was a full-on love thing. Oh, the Zobrist movie is going to be amazing. God works in mysterious ways. Sure does, through that guy's D, and wrecks <laughs> great ball players. Ben Zobrist was awesome. I loved having that guy. What a leader. But all Cub fans were talking, like, what's going on with him? Like, he said he's got personal problems. Turned out his wife and him are having trouble. But that's eight weeks. And Go he's to work. catching heat for that. Go to work. Everybody's had a bad day at home or month or year. you got to go to work every day. You can't just leave. He should sue for more than that because if it's $6 million just to divorce her and that guy's got to pay back, what about the year or two that he forfeited by retiring in 2019 because he couldn't function? Hmm. Pretty, I can understand why, you know, if he's doing it because he's like, well, yeah, what if I, I'm writing that back? Hopefully I can get it back on the Well, no, I mean, if, he, if it cost him $6 million bucks to, to divorce her, yeah. he also probably lost another 9 or 10 not playing. Oh, yeah. Plus that's future good. income, too. That's, I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. There's probably $20 million sitting on the table because this dude. Now, now since she's more her fault. But. Since she was banging around, does, does she still get like uh, spousal support and all oh, that I'm kind sure of stuff afterwards? All, yeah. Yep. 
The judges don't care about that. Jesus. They just want it off their desk. What a nightmare. Yeah. Yep. And there you go, Ben. But yeah, Brady, that's like a... Holy <laughs> intervention. <laughs> that's right. John, aren't you mad at her? She tore that team apart. They she were did. built for multiple runs. I said it in 2017. I'm like, I don't like this Zobris lady being on the field so much. She was everywhere. Yoko. She Yokoed the Cubbies. They should have had two championships with that team. Maybe the Cubs will sue her, too. Yeah. We should get rings. <laughs> She's Bartman-esque. Cub fans are still just breathing. 2016 happened. We don't care anymore. I don't think, we, I don't think any Cub fan cares anymore. We had a 108-year run my whole entire life team to 2016, and then 2016 happened. I'm like, if I see another game again, I don't care. I've seen what I need to see. I don't want to get too involved because it might last another century. And you know what this means for that pastor? He, there's just a mega church out there waiting oh. to hire. It was, and that's what he's like. He's huge because of this, which means it's all like it's almost premeditated. Crazy story. It's going to be a great Hallmark movie. Set your DVRs for the soberest story. Uh, what do you got in the big board of musical treats today, Bert? All right. The uh, wake-up song brought to you by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. If you're in the market for a bike, got to get yours fixed, whatever, whenever. The boys over at Action Ride Shop will take care of you. Check them out on Facebook as well as on Instagram. A uh, bunch of stuff up here. Avatar, Hollywood Undead, COC, Death Clock, Devil Driver, Slipknot. But uh, it was three years since we lost uh, Vinnie Paul. So Is it three years ago already? Yeah. Oh. It's crazy. So, uh Somebody hit up for Pantera. We just did that, but uh, we could do Hell Yeah, Blood for Blood. Let's do that. All right. All right. And inadvertently, Toledo's going away party when he moved the first time he worked here and then left and came back. Yeah. Hell Yeah was at his going away party. Really? Yeah. You don't, yeah. Shots with Dimebag. Barely <laughs> remember the it. the weirdest. <laughs> Barely remember For whatever it. reason, Toledo was frequenting strip clubs at the time. Is that? Oh, yeah. He, that was fair. He was say, on a yeah. tour. Absolutely. And you, were, and you knew some of the girls there. I knew one of the girls, but we went there because of the bartender at Christie's. Right. But it was a girl, right? No, Brian was his name. Oh, that was a man? Anyway. That's why we went to Brooklyn. Right. Brooklyn was the stripper That's that you're the talking about. Okay. I don't know because oh, I, yeah. I don't like strip clubs. So I went in there and uh, Toledo's having his going away party. And the, and that was when that intern from England was making out with everybody. And That's right. she was there. And <laughs> Who was the intern from England? We had some <laughs> English intern, Hannah. A slog, get a snog in. Want a snog? I'm like, no, Hannah, stop it. I'll get work with you. I don't want to snog you. Knock it off. It was an all skate. You want a snog? I'm like, I'm not snogging. I look over. She's making out with Eric. She's making. I'm like, what's going on? And then I look over. And she's making out with some stranger. I'm like, hey, that's damage plan. <laughs> is is that, was it hell yeah or damage plan? It had to be damage, damage plan. plan. It was damage plan. Damage I was like, plan. damage plan is here. She's making out with damage plan, and they're at the booth next to us. And then I think Randall. Was there, and he knew the guys in that, and so we started to hang out with them. Hmm. Doing shots with Damage Plan at Toledo's going away party. I'm like, the most boring man in the world <laughs> has Damage Plan at his going away party. <laughs> Which ones were in Damage Plan? Now I'm confusing it. Vinny and Dime. Vinny and Dime were in yeah. that, and hell yeah, it was Phil. It was Chad no, it was, afterwards. No, it was no, Chad it was from Chad. Chad from Mudvayne and Vinny. Vinny. Okay, there you are. I'm all messed up. And what was Phil's thing? Pantera, Super Joint Ritual, and one. Down. Super Joint Ritual is what I'm thinking of. At the time, that would have been about yeah. then. Okay. Well, anyway, so that was uh, interesting. And you got a little taste of that. Dime doing shots with Toledo off of Hannah's belly. <laughs> you want a snog, Dime? Back up a snog. Nobody wants to snog you, lady. Well, she snog me. Come on. How'd she look? 
One more at a strip club. She was like the worst one there. Oh, oh. yeah. That was back when strip clubs weren't all. And I think she was English. She I think she English. was trying. She's British. To She's a cute girl. But, oh, okay. But she was in jeans and like a yeah. and like a Letterman jacket. There, there's naked ladies walking around. So like, you want smoke? I'm like, no. I want to look at the ladies who are naked. I don't want. To... <laughs> you're, you look like a. She was flashing people. Oh, you know, she was showing them. I oh, saw yeah. them like five times. I'm like, stop it. I'm getting involved. I'm like, no. You got to go through like a hiring process. You can't just come in and take your clothes off. I mean, you can, but. I mean, it's, you're, it's like bringing burgers to McDonald's. We don't want yours. <laughs> you want know, a snug? Like, she said that to me as a well, – I think she was joking, but I think she would have snogged. I wasn't really sure what it was at the time. Well, have a snug. What was that, like 2003, 4? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, have a snug. No. Go make out with someone else. I'll make out with, with Dime Bag. Okay. Yeah, 2004. Yeah. And I look over and then – she is just whipping her English cans out. Look at these apples, mates. Huh? Larky? <laughs> What's your name? Daryl. Let's snog, Daryl. You and I right now. Put it in me. That's right. Feels good, right? Doesn't it? Take me do up. This. You remind me uh, too much of Russell Brand. I can't do this. <laughs> What's going on, mate? Come on, put it in. Go deep, player. Let's do this. Tight as a drum, isn't it? No shag. <laughs> no, we're a shag. It's a little loose on occasion. Depends on the mate. Anyway, good snog. <laughs> Next. Yeah, it was the weirdest night of my life. Toledo's going away party. I'm like, I remember driving to it going, I don't want to go to Toledo's going away party at a strip club. This is going to be annoying. <laughs> so we just kind of sat there and I looked around. And I'm like, hmm, damage plan. That's weird. About, and Mark uh, knows him. Half of uh, what is now more money pawn guys were there. That's right. Those guys yeah. were there too. And we all just sat there and yep. stared at Hannah and the strippers, oh, which yeah. was the best Woody Allen movie ever. In Brooklyn. <laughs> what? In Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. I don't remember Brooklyn. I remember uh, the name. Brooklyn was solid, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Settle down. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one that got away. But first off, it's 18 years ago. I know. Brooklyn doesn't look that good. No, then, no. I have the memory, John. No, I'm saying today. Oh. No, I know what I you're saying I think this today. is called cognitive disassociation. Don't make me think about today. I want to think about yesterday. Oh, I'm with you. I don't remember her. I didn't get to know any of them. <laughs> get to know? I just remember Hannah. Just wandering around trying to bang everybody at the club. She was fun. Yeah, I want it. You really, really, really want it? Yes, I really want it. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.